and these guys could talk for a long time on this, but particularly this is one big topic that in regards to mentoring, what are the barriers to entering into the mentoring relationship? And, um, and I'd just like you guys to spend a couple minutes and just respond to that, both of you guys. Are you good with that? And there may be one other point, so, um, and I'll just let you guys go for a few minutes. Well, the barriers are on two different sides. One is uh, on the mentor side, and one of the ones on the potential mentoree side. But uh, I think uh, we complicate it. So if, if you're looking for a mentor, uh, look around who's living life in an area that, in a way that, let's just say their their family is strong, or their marriage is strong, or their kids are really turn out well, or they really handle their money well, or there's they have a real deep intimate relationship with the Lord. So you, you know, there, there's something that you desire for your own life and you look around, Lord, who has that? And then you ask that guy out for lunch. Don't ask him to mentor you. That scares most guys away. I think. I mean, uh, but just say, can I just like spend, spend, have lunch or coffee with you? And, and I just I really admire how you do this. And I just like to learn from you. I think so. I think we, we complicate it. Uh, I think another barrier is we don't realize we really need it. And time, you know, our life is busy. Uh, you have to look at, men, at, at seeking a mentor as investing in yourself. And you just you you got to take time to invest in who in your in your life, and and a mentor is just a great way to do it. Well, we have two different kinds of words going on out there. And uh, coaching has become more the uh, word that a lot of people are using. And the difference, there's a real difference. People say, well, no, they're just the same. Uh, They're not. Uh, Mentoring is where the mentor, you see something in the mentor that you want to learn. And the mentor sets the curriculum. The mentor will meet and pass that on to you, whether it's an experience or insights or roles, and you look down through uh, through it all. Jesus didn't coach his disciples. He, he mentored them. And so he, he spent time, he passed on what he knew, but not necessarily just preaching at them. He wants to create... Uh, learning opportunities and or we read a book together and and we talk about it because I the mentor feel that if you could read this book uh, this could really touch some areas that we could really get into and that type of thing so you can do a lot of things you don't have to be a super person to to be a mentor but where the alarm there is is the mentor does not feel qualified and he holds back and and it's not that you're the perfect person and so in, in the life of a mentor passing on or a potential mentor, they hold back because they don't think they're, they're uh, uh, you know, just one notch below Jesus. And, and that just not, is not going to happen. But if you know something, then pass it on. Uh, just, uh, and you don't have to wait till you're old to, to do that. Um, my, my son was like, very excited, uh, one of my sons, about having a quiet time. So I said, well, why don't you just pass it on to someone? And so he did. He took a friend, he showed 
a lot of things that I shared with him, he shared with them, and what he loves about quiet times, and then they did it together. And, and so he mentored him, and they're the same age. And so it's when you know something and somebody else. I've had mentors for me in the, some of the areas of, uh, of what are coming up in the uh, Internet world and all the rest. Is, is, uh, they've mentored me about computers. And I've submitted to him, and he's setting the curriculum. And that's so uh, you can just see a lot of people, you, uh, opportunities you can learn. If you know something and you do it well and you understand it, you can pass it on. And that's what's really helpful. And, but some people don't feel they're qualified to pass on. I'm not, uh, I'm not at a uh, good in all areas. But there's one area that you are good at and you can pass it on. The other is the coach, and that's what we hear a lot about: is life coaches, exercise coaches. You, you can name it. I just someone saw a list of of uh, 64 different uh, titles of of different coaching. Um, well, I think a coach basically what is doing is the shift there is where if the mentor is. Um, He's, he's setting the agenda. He's passing on the wisdom or whatever you want to know from him. Whereas the coach does not set the, the agenda. It's basically the coach is trying to come alongside and help someone reach a goal, learn something, develop a, uh, expertise in some area. And so me as a coach, then I'm basically committed to try to help person reach their goal where they want to go and so the conversation is somebody says well i uh, could you coach me and i said well what area what are you looking at and I say well i i just want to walk closer to god or uh, i i want to speak better and i said well let's let's talk about where you are why do you want to do that and 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 what are you re- how much you time and are you willing to give in to to uh to spend together and so what i'm doing then is is helping him isolate the area he wants to grow in uh then uh, we talk about it how we can get there i uh, have him come up with a basic plan and i if it's I, I add little things and ideas about that but then we start walking together and so i begin kept pa- passing that on to him I ask a lot of questions because I want him to take the initiatives on some of these areas. So there's, there's real differences, and some people are better coaches uh, than they would be mentors and, you know, that type of thing. But I do feel um, one of the greatest uh, qualities of a, of a good mentor and uh, a good coach is humility, not being arrogant about what they know. And uh, just uh, if you know something, it's wonderful if you can pass it on. But it's again, it's two humble men trying to learn and grow and move forward, whether you're a mentor or you're a coach. So it's very, very important and uh, to have that. Because uh, I find sometimes I'm mentoring that someone, their life or something they do uh, really challenges me. And I, I feel uh, an, a kind of a, a return on that. Uh, that it's a, such a blessing to me. So we're both trying to move down, the, uh, move down through life together for a period of time perhaps, sometimes mentoring and sometimes coaching. And um, one of the things that I read in Andy uh, Stanley's little book uh, one time, and he, 
he's uh, younger, you know, one of those younger leaders that are really coming up strong. He says he will not hire a person for his staff, his, his staff down there in Atlanta. He's got that big church. He says, I will not hire a man for my staff unless they're coachable. Because someone who's willing to be coached, in other words, they have to confess, I don't know something and I need help to learn it. Because, but there are people who don't want to be coached. And they're a little bit, you know, uh, there's an issue here. And he sees there's an, a sense of, of uh, confidence, self-confidence, and that is not a healthy one. So we want to be learning from anyone, anytime, any place, anything. And Thanks. That's good. Well, let's just take from that instruction tonight. Um, the guys that are here that don't have um, a mentor, maybe just from listening to Dave and Paul, um, that if you don't have that, I would just encourage or exhort you to go tonight and this week, maybe even talk to your wife. What is one, two, or three specific areas that you want to grow in? And is that if you identify those things and then begin praying through those things and then get into the scriptures on it, look at the counsel of the word specifically on what that is. And as you invest yourself specifically on those things, then um, keep your eyes out. And that as you come here to the net, you look for guys and that um, that may be just the spark. Because if you don't, if, if you're either stuck because all you see is this um, or you don't feel like you have a need, that's, that's a pretty clear barrier, it sounds like. So, so if we can go specific, get specific on where you need help, then that, that's, a, that's a place to engage. Um, and guys don't, uh, as much as we talk about hanging out, guys, most guys I know don't do hang out real well. Um, they, when they come with sort of a, a clear agenda, of kind of why they're getting together, especially for the first time, uh, it sets a healthy expectation. Um, you know, these guys, I like hanging around with them because, you know, we have enough agendas. <laughs> we like coffee. That's right, we like coffee. So what else would you add to encourage these guys as they step into that? Well, I, I guarantee you, if you decide to help someone and you walk together in, in sharing it's um, uh, you it will just thrill your heart there's nothing better than sharing and some of you guys have not maybe done a sustained experience but you've you've shared something with someone who's appreciated and uh, there's uh, I just saw Larry back there we, we know uh, we're on this little Rev Revolution 5 board together. And a lot of you know Joe Couch. Uh, he came from here, and he's, uh, and he's starting this little uh, ministry, and it's really growing. And I cannot tell you the number of times that um, Joe talks about Larry and what he's done for him. And Larry's a busy um, um, medical doctor, but he takes him with him as a family when he was single. They hang out. They talk together. 
He did. Uh, he just brought them over, but he brought them over and and did did things together. Talked about stuff, and 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 I, I just uh, several times he said, you know, it's just I learned so much watching Larry. I, I I love our conversations with Larry, and so he brought Larry onto the board, and so we're, we're on this board together. But I don't think Larry realizes or sat down and ever said, now these are the things I'm going to impart to Joe. What he did is invited Joe to come over his house and stay the weekend when he was a single guy and be around his kids and the horses and, you know, just whatever it was, they worked together. Uh, it was just wonderful. And he feels he has learned so much about manhood, family, all the rest, just watching Larry. And so some guys just pull them into your life. It's so important. That's what Jesus did. He did with 12 guys. He says, come, follow me. We just walk with me. But he had he was intentional, intentional modeling, intentional in some of the conversations and questions. And sometimes Dave doesn't have, you know, in mind all the details he'll work with a person, but he's got a couple questions, like you've said here, that he asks. And so just a, a question that you can open up to each other and you start sharing and learning. And uh, you can learn a book together. I remember... Uh, that the bunch of elders I was with at a church that supports us out, out in the eastern uh, coast, on the east coast. And um, we started to talk about this mentoring. And this one fellow, um, we were going around, and he was a uh, uh, guy that was um, uh, on the staff with uh, youth ministries. And he was only 24 years old, and he had two kids. And they were real little ones. And, and I had spoken uh, that uh, Saturday to them all about relationships, mentoring, and all the rest. And these elders were there, and so and the staff. Well, all of a sudden, uh, we're going around, and, the, and the, the pastor said, well, let's everybody go around and just share one thing they got from this time today. And he said, Paul doesn't need the affirmation or anything. Let's just talk about you, not just say, Paul, did you did a great job or something. He said, just talk about you. Well, we started out and got around and got partway around in this this 24-year-old youth, uh, youth leader, he just has his head down in his hands, and, and he's crying. And so uh, when they got to him, they waited for a bit, and he says, you're all right? And, and uh, so he said, yes. And he looked up, he said, at 16 years of age, I had to throw my drunken father out of the, the little trailer we lived in. And he started to beat up my mom. He started to beat up my sister. And I grabbed my dad, and I grabbed him by the neck, and he was drunk. And I, I said, if you ever come into my sight again, I'll kill you. And he said, I would have. I threw him out of the place, threw him out again, and threw him out again, and further just, just kept pushing him, pushing him. And he said, that's the kind of father I had. I know, don't know a thing about being a father. He said, I don't know a thing about really being a good husband. I've got two, two kids and, and, and I just don't know what to do. Well, we've just been finishing talking about mentoring and helping. I thought that the elders were going to jump across the table and say, he's mine, he's mine, he's mine. No, I want to help him. No, you can't help him. I'll help him. Everybody was dead silent. Just silence. 
and and so I I looked at this one guy who's about uh, about sixty five ish. He'd retired. He'd raised he and his wife five kids. They're ter- good kids, and I mean he knows about all these things. But 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 what has he done? He's written himself off. So I gave him the old stare, you know, like like that, and he goes, you know, he's down. And so uh, we stopped the meeting, came over. I mean, we finished the meeting, and then I came over to him and I said, Jack, you can do this. You can help him. Oh no, no! It's just the grace of God has told me. I, I my wife has done most of it, and you know, I, I don't know. I said that is not true. I said you know what it's like to be a father. You know what it's like to be a husband, and, and you weren't perfect. And he's not asking for perfect, but you can come alongside. He says, Oh no! It was it's just the grace of God. Just the grace of God. I said, Okay, we'll both agree that it's a it's a, it's the grace of God, but. I said, I'm going to send you two books that talk about fathering, talk about being a husband, and, and uh, I'm going to send two books, and you go up to this, this bill and say to him, listen, I don't do, know anything. I, it was only the grace of God. There's nothing I can do. Take all the disclaimers, but give him the book and say, read the first chapter, I'll read the first chapter, and then we'll come together at breakfast and talk about it. And so he started it. He did it. Well, several months later, I called about three or four months later, and I called up this, 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 the fellow, Jack, and I said, Jack, how's it going with Bill? And he says, well, I, I just hope I'm helping him. I, I just, we're well into the book, and it's been good and helpful, but he's such a dear man and a wonderful fa- wife. And, and uh, I said, okay, well, I'm not going to get it out of you. So, you know, just good, Jack, keep it up. Put the phone down, and then picked up there and called it again. And uh, I got a hold of uh, Bill. I said, Bill, how's it going with Jack? He says, you mean Grandpa? And I said, what do you mean? He said, we meet every week. I read the chapter. He said, but when we get there across the table at breakfast, he said, he just starts sharing. And he said, I just close the book and take notes on a separate page. And he said, it has been so wonderful. After church on Sunday, my wife and I and the two kids, we always eat uh, a lunch at, at Grandpa's house. Our kids call him Grandpa. He said, he calls me twice a week and prays over the phone with me. He gathers things about, uh, you know, what should I do, you know, and, and I think, and he says, he's always listening. How are you doing? And he's sharing with me. He says, Paul, I, I, I have grown so much, and I just, I'm learning, you know. So anyhow, it, you can do it just with a little help. That's what I'm saying. The story is, golly, if you don't think you got a clear and a perfect hubby, and I've been a perfect husband, that, that's not a problem. But, you know, just take that book and walk it through together. And, and then a lot of other things happen. So jumping in is the issue. And I find men like a lot of you who could easily do uh, some of these things like that and help and just develop that relationship, and it, it would be terrific. And, you know, you can do that and use a book, and that's how I call it how you can get started into it. I mean, you don't have to wait till you're 40 to mentor. You know, I mean, you can start just investing. You know, you learn how to give what you have. 
to the, the people that God puts in your life. You know, and then you learn how. To, then eventually, you learn how to give it appropriately. <laughs> you know, or, or give it in, in, in bite-sized pieces so they can take it in. But uh, yeah, there are. Gosh, there are men all throughout this church. Hundreds of men who would uh, just they would just they just die for the opportunity to spend some time with you if you'd invest in them. And then there's another group of men who would uh, just love to spend time with you. But uh, you'll bless them by asking them to spend time with you, uh, and then they'll grow as mentors. You know what would happen if, in this church, a hundred mentors were mobilized this year, and then the next year, two hundred are now mentoring, and the next year, four hundred. You know, I mean, it just revolutionizes this place. So, yeah, well, that's great. Well, all it takes. It's just um, you know, just doing something together, and um, it just to get into it. It's just amazing how quickly it'll move. Like right now, I've uh, invited uh, ten guys to join join me and one other fellow uh, uh, reading through the book Tender Warrior. Tender Warrior is a book written it's all about manhood, fatherhood, and being a um, a husband, and uh, it's just great. So we're just reading it together. And the the chapters, uh, so uh, Stu Weber, the author, is he's doing the teaching. All we're doing is the discussion, <laughs> and and so it, it, there's things out there, but you can't believe what's happening. Just some good things, and we're getting aware. We're all learning. We're all growing. So uh, that can be done one on one. It can be a bunch of guys. Oh. Uh, last weekend, I did a workshop at ORU. Uh, one degree workshop and you know I'm kind of thinking I'm 62 and a lot of, there are a lot of 18 year olds here you know I mean will it really be relevant and it was just stunning what happened and the hunger there and uh, probably the sharpest kid in there uh, in my my opinion uh, sent me an email yesterday saying oh, Mr. Jewett I just loved the workshop and can we just spend some time together you know so did I jump on that email? You think? So I mean, so you, you might you might think that uh, just because you're older, the younger people don't need it. But there's a whole lot of young ones that will jump on it. Hey guys, as we wrap up tonight, let's give a round of applause for these guys. Thank you guys for the thousand or so hours into this project.